Welcome to Flow State Business. Hi guys, welcome to the Flow State Business podcast. My name is Ruby Lee, and this podcast is all about helping you lead with flow over pushing shit uphill in business. And I'm so happy that you're here. If you are brand new to this world, a warm welcome. And to my longtime listeners, it's so nice to have you back as always. I am currently filming and recording in the beautiful Fort Lauderdale in Florida. I have adored having the warmth on my skin again. I mean, Austin was great. There were definitely some days where it felt really sunny and beautiful and warm, but no one tells you this. Texas gets freezing cold at night. So one of the things that I have really loved about this Florida experience is the balmy nights again and being able to wear short shorts all day. If I could pick a uniform, it would be short shorts and a little crop top. That is what I have lived in pretty much all of my life. And I don't know, you guys tell me, is there a cutoff age for that? (laughs) I fear that I am edging closely towards an age where it kind of is questionable, but I can also hear my highest self going, Ruby, seriously, who gives a shit? You just wear the thing that makes you feel good and go with that. So anyway, I am loving just having this break. It almost just feels like a holiday. My first holiday since traveling, just because up until that point of being in Austin, a lot of it was work-related. And because I'm traveling right now to set up the business visa, a lot of that energy was waiting for paperwork to get done and ticking boxes to get stuff going with the visa and setting up the year as well. You know, setting up my coaching containers. I launched Amplify in Austin. I launched my first freebie, which led into the small low ticket group that I held and now a mini mine. So a lot of stuff happening in Austin was about restarting coaching programs for the year and getting back into the coach's seat. And it almost now is a feeling of cool. The engine started, we're flowing, baby. We're on holidays. We've also kind of hit this cadence with travel. So if you listen to some of my previous episodes, especially one called The Travel Update, I really expressed a lot of interesting, I guess, emotions that I'm going through, thoughts, the things that I'm finding difficult to balance all those aspects and a ton of questions came from that. So I'm actually going to do a huge Q&A episode where I'm going to pick up questions all over the internet that's come through on Instagram, LinkedIn, the podcast, YouTube. You're watching on YouTube. Hi guys. That is really going to be a really fun episode. So if you do have questions that come up and you're watching any one of my YouTube videos over the next week or so, leave the comment because me and my team will collate them and call out some of the questions inside of that next episode. But today we're going to talk about how to trust your intuition, especially when you are looking to hire your next team member or grow your team. For some of you listening, you might not have ever hired someone before. And maybe for others of you, you've hired people, you fired them, you've grown the team, you've scaled the team back. There's different parts of the journey that you've been on in terms of working with a VA, a consultant, a service provider. But I want to talk about specifically my own experience, probably my air quotes, worst experience investing in a certain part of my business. 
and how that became a six-figure lesson. Meaning that if I looked at it on paper, it would look like I wasted over $100,000 on this particular investment, but also now how I view it, my mindset around something like that. So rather than seeing it as a crushing loss, how I'm choosing to look at it instead. And I want to throw in there some stories about the hiring process of consultants and individuals into my team and looking out for the signs. So if you love a little bit of woo in your business, which I know if you're here, you do, and you want to kind of listen to the signs more and whether it's a gut feeling or whether it's an intuitive response, whether it's your clear audible and you hear certain things like your inner self or your highest self saying things or you just have a certain sign that you're after, let's also open up that discussion. And I think it's really interesting to also discover some aspects of this process when you're bringing someone on the team. And it feels like everything on the outside is screaming, yes, do it. Bring that person onto the team. What could go wrong? They're clearly an expert and their testimonials are amazing, especially, especially if you are thinking about bringing on board a fancy agency who's been around for a little while and they have one of those really long sales pages filled with video testimonials and they have the money back guarantee, you know the type. There's ultimately no reason why you shouldn't go with them, but there's something within you that's like, something's off here. It's like, there's something smell, something's a bit fishy. I want to talk about how I've ignored those signs, even though as someone who is extremely connected to source energy and my higher guidance, there's still moments like that where it feels more like a cerebral decision than it does actually being a decision that's intuitive. So before we get into it, I have a funny story to share, which links to the intuitive decision around buying. So it had been a few weeks, maybe six to eight weeks, since I got my nails done. <laughs> Hang with me here. If you're on YouTube, you can see they're so beautiful, like no doubt about it. They're opal essence, kind of like Hailey Bieber, glazed donut, accelerated version, right? And I've got the same on my toes. So I have a mani-pedi. And whenever I'm in a new city, it's not like I'm just going to find a nail salon and walk in and hope for the best. I do my research. I go on Google reviews, Yelp reviews, whatever it is. And this particular salon I found was just up the road, one mile down the road, and it got 4.7 stars on Google. That's pretty solid. I think that's pretty solid. And what I love about the States is that the reviews that are left in, you know, Yelp or Google are detailed AF. There is a very strong service culture here. So I really trust the review system. And, you know, some people were saying all the good stuff and some people were saying sort of mediocre things. I'm like, I can deal with the mediocre things. Let's book it in. So I booked it in. And from the minute I walked in, everyone in there sort of looked a little bit shocked that I walked in, even though I had got the confirmation for the appointment. And no one in there spoke English. One very surprising part of being in Florida, especially where I am, Fort Lauderdale and Miami, Fort Lauderdale and Miami are literally on a good day, about a 40 minute drive away from each other or up to an hour drive. So I'm in this area. And what's surprising is that there is a really big Russian population here. There are like Russian places of worship. 
there are Russian restaurants, in this case, Russian beauty spas, and a lot of Cyrillic around. Like I've just noticed how I'm like, oh my goodness. And even where I'm staying in this high-rise penthouse, I'm hearing a lot of Russian. So it's a really surprising fact. Did you guys know that about this part of Florida? I had no idea whatsoever. And actually, one of my favorite bloggers that I watch on YouTube, her name is Valeria Lipovetsky. I hope I've got her name right. She lives in Miami and she's Russian. I'm like, wow, there you go. So it kind of puts a lot of things into context. But anyway, I walked in and no one spoke English and I had booked a service where I wanted to just get in and get out. I just don't like sitting in beauty salons for very long. I don't like having really long hair appointments. I just like to get in and get out and, and get my thing done. So I was like, great. There was a service there and it said four people. So basically one beautician on each limb. Fantastic. Okay. It means that I could get in and maybe I roughly estimated an hour at most. Anyway. They weren't expecting me. They double booked. There was another woman there. And so two of their staff went with her. Two of the staff went with me. And they asked me to sit on this chair, you guys. Oh, my God. I wish I actually had someone to take a photo of me. But it was like when you go and get yourself the down south examination at the gynecologist. It was literally like my feet were in stirrups. And so picture this, like two feet are kind of up and then I've got the beautician whose head is in between my feet and so she's able to file my feet and stuff and it's at face level for her as she's sitting down I'm like oh my god this is so embarrassing and then I've got my hands out on either side and a beautician working on my hands I sat there for two freaking hours my ass was so numb it was an experience there was a lot of miscommunication I had actually asked for gold chrome nails but instead I've kind of got this pearl essence and the girl's like, it's very similar. I even showed a photo on Pinterest and she's like, it's very similar. I'm like, it's not similar at all, but I will take it. So I get to the buying experience and I'm about to give my card over and the lady's like, okay, so for today it's 180. And I was like, whoa, hang on. Do you mean 118, 118? And she wrote it down and I, my eyes just literally just went. And it's so funny, a girl in Australia, you're always going to convert because our dollar is such a big deal when we travel, aka our dollar is so bad <laughs> that you naturally just want to convert it. And I worked it out, it was like 280 Australian dollars for a mani-pedi. And I looked at the thing and they had still charged me for four people. So four people's labor, not two, because there was that mix up. And so I said to her, I'm like, hang on, you charged me the wrong thing. There's four people, but I only had two. And she just kept going, da, 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 which is like, yes, in Russian. And I'm like, I'm not getting through. I thought about getting out Google Translator. And I was like, do you know what? This is just going to be one of those travel experiences that you least expect. And it happens. And my intuition was kind of off. And I knew it from the start, like even the booking process was weird. They weren't transparent with pricing. And it's, you know, when you walk out of certain things and I, I know you guys can relate, whether it's like, you don't really know what the pricing is of certain services, hair, salons, they're getting a lot better at that. But, you know, 10 years ago, you would get a cut and color and blow dry done and you just get this sick feeling in your gut, like what is going to be the total? That's the feeling. And it just got me thinking so much about 
how far transparency around pricing has become all around the world, which I'm very grateful for. But there are still some businesses that don't speak a drip of English and they make a crap ton of money. And if they can do it, we can do it too. (laughs) So back to today's topic. Lately, I have been thinking a lot about who my next hire is going to be in the business. We have a small and mighty team. So up to this point, we've made multiple millions of dollars in the business. It's me, my husband, both working full time in the business. He doesn't have another business that he runs on the side. Him and I are in it every day, full time. And then we have a kick-ass assistant, Deb, who is in, has been in the business now for over three years and has been in my life for almost four years. Then we've got service providers. So we have my amazing podcast producers, Bambi, shout out as always. I love you guys. I'm so grateful editing this episode and keeping me on track and dealing with my breakdowns around I have nothing to say and no one wants to hear my stuff. And then they show me the stats and then they show me, you know, all the things and it just calms me. So in many ways, they are my podcast therapists (laughs) and I love it. By the way, you guys, I have a celebration last month and this is very recent. So it's so exciting. was our biggest month podcasting ever. So the greatest number of downloads and listens. And for that, I just want to say thank you so much. We went through a bit of a dip last year. Like I think I was just sort of unsure and losing my way and the rituals brand was great, but it wasn't there. And then we redid it to Flow State Business and my energy came back and I'm just, we're filming on YouTube now and I'm loving speaking to you guys. So I'm celebrating that and I have, you know, amazing people on my team who help me just keep on track. So with that being said, I feel ready to hire and there's a particular part of my business that I really need help with, like really, really. And I have been quite truthfully, I hate using this word, struggling to find the right cadence around it, the right people to help me with it. And this isn't my first time looking for someone who can help me in this area. And the area is funnels. The F word. Can you relate to this? As an online business owner, funnels are needed. They are the arteries to your business. If you don't have a funnel, you're basically just hoping for the best. And I know some of you who are starting out in business, you're like, that does not resonate with me. But babe, every single business has a funnel. Every single company structure has a funnel. Every single cafe has a funnel. McDonald's has a funnel. Every single business structure needs their arteries, right? So my arteries are simplistic and they are a little bit bottlenecked and I've been spending the last 18 months truly trying to find out why it's so slow and the flow isn't there and why the flow seems to constantly need me to activate the sale. So for example, right now I'm about to launch my next mastermind. I've decided by the way, this year is going to be the year of small masterminds. So stay connected if that's what you want to do and you want to do mini masterminds with me. I'm I really, really want to master the masterminding experience. I want to get better at hosting masterminds and understanding what's required of masterminds because I have a greater plan around that. But besides that, I have to launch it 
I am the one who sells it. I am the one who has to speak about it. I'm the one who has to share it. And it's not like I have this fancy system in the background leading people to that mastermind. And that's sort of the ultimate goal if you're an online coach, service provider, business owner, where there is this tandem partnership going on between you launching live and a funnel that's helping complement the work that you're doing. So the goal for me is that I don't need to be 100% on to sell my products and my services in order for them to sell out. And I'm not even asking for that much. I would be stoked, so happy if I'm on 90% and 10% of my funnel is working to bring in the right people. That's not asking for very much. And it's not about setting low expectations. It's just about, I am loving this idea. And I'd like to see this sign from the universe. Thank you very much that the funnels are working for the business. But right now they are drip dry, maybe a little bit dramatic, but I don't see a ton of funnel conversions. And this isn't to say, okay, a quick history with funnels inside of my business. Organic selling wise, we've talked about brilliant. Passive sales, they definitely need a decent boost. And I'm nowhere near the target. And I have hired people. Trust me, queen. I have hired people. I have hired over $100,000 worth of people and services and Facebook ads. I mean, last year alone, we spent 110K on management and ads. And for the level of business that we're at, you could argue that that's still quite a small investment. There are people who have million dollar a year businesses who are spending 60% of that on ads, like $600,000 on ads in order to really boom their brand. And ultimately, ads are becoming more expensive. Management fees are getting higher. And it's just a particular industry that is wildly wildly going crazy. Like people are reaching to funnel experts everywhere to be their savior and to put this like solution in place where they can, they've got this fantasy where they can sit back and do nothing. And I really wish that was the case, but it isn't true at all. Even if you have a funnel, you're still working it to a certain point. You still have to bring attention to it to a certain point. But what I'm really looking to do this year is to bring someone on board who not only understands the vision, and that's kind of part of, I feel like the issue in the last little while where I brought service providers on who are experts and masters at their craft. No doubt about it. It's no wonder they've been able to build million dollar, multiple million dollar businesses themselves and their brand is solid and they have amazing outcomes for others. But I realized that I really need to have someone on the team, inside of the team, almost like permanent part-time or full-time to be within the system itself. That's really what I think is fundamentally going to change. And I need to have someone on board who can help me speak the funnel language better. I'm someone who is very much story-based. You know, if you have been around my world, I talk a lot about what brought me to where I am, my experiences. I'm really transparent around a lot of the childhood traumas that I had, especially around financial trauma. I have talked a lot about some of the ups and downs. And as a manifesting generator who is a 3-5 profile, 
so much of my life is led through trial and error. Any other three fives out there? So I'm very much like whenever I sell, I sell through the energy of trial and error and what hasn't worked out and what I'm experimenting. But the funnel world talks about sales very differently. It's very structured. It's very much like, thank you for being on this page. Here is what you asked for. By the way, there is a little offer bump and here is the next thing. And if you don't want that, that's cool. We're going to lead you here to this free class. I'm going to nurture you in there. And then hopefully you're going to go into a 997 offer. And it's this hardly any story behind it. And that's where my language and the funnel language don't work together because I'm constantly toiling with the almost the challenge of this is what the funnels want me to say and this is what converts. And in many ways, I've got this voice in my head that's like, no, that is like so bro marketing and I don't want to be there. And that is just not my style versus this is actually what needs to be done. Can you guys relate to that? Let me know in the comments if you've also been down this pathway. I was speaking to one of my amazing clients, Marissa, and she is all about simplifying businesses and she works a lot with funnels and she's built amazing funnels in her businesses and her clients' businesses. And she was talking about the fact how she's really good at structuring those sorts of conversations in the business and in sales but really lacks the story element, which is why she's working with me. And I'm like, Marissa, can we just swap bodies for a second, swap brains for a second? (laughs) A bit of this brain and I need a little bit of that brain. That's kind of how it feels. So I've been shopping this week. I have a bit of extra cash to splash and I'm ready to bring someone on board now that you know where things are at in the business. So I want to talk about two sales experiences. And this is where the intuitive part comes in. So sales experience number one, we had found an agency online, actually it came up on Michael's feed and he's like, Hey, I just want to check out these, these guys. This is what they do. They run social funnels and it's a little bit different to the other funnels that we've had and that we've created, but take a look. And so I watched all of their marketing stuff and was on their website. It's like, great. Okay. Let's just book in a call. Let's, let's sit down with someone and just talk it through. And now that we have had this experience of almost flushing $110,000 down the drain last year with hardly any results, I have to say, in all truth, both of us are quite tender about purchasing decisions at that level. And so we both have kind of come in with this, okay, here we go, put the guard on, send the intuitive spidey senses on overdrive and tune in. So we're on this call and here are some things that happened. I'm going to be quite neutral about it. I'm just going to talk about the facts. So this person was three minutes late to the call. When they came onto the call, they greeted Michael. They didn't greet me, even though we're both clearly on the screen. And within the first one minute, they had dropped the word fuck, right? They were just like in a sentence. And then also within about five minutes, they had name dropped Alex Hormozy. I was like, oh, this is so cringe. And it was in context of the owner or the founder of this business was best friends with Alex. And look, it could absolutely be the case, but it was so off base to the conversation. And it was almost trying to immediately build credibility 
through somebody else's name who I wasn't purchasing from. It's quite an interesting way to start positioning. Anyway, it immediately fell off. I don't know if that would feel off to you or whether that would be extremely engaging, everything that I've just said, but it was so bizarre because even 20 minutes into the call, this person was only speaking to Michael and I'm like, hello, I'm here. And they just kept going and they, they were talking about their strategy. They were showing clients that they've worked with, by the way, celebrity clients like Jay Shetty and, you know, big clients of that kind, Teal Swan. And they were showing their funnels and what they did for them. And honestly, halfway through the call, it was a one hour call. I wanted to exit. I could feel my physical body getting up and just wanting to leave the call. And at this point, somehow we started talking. And I had just off camera come in and just like grabbed my cards. I always have a stack of Oracle cards nearby. So I grabbed my cards and I started just under the table shuffling the cards. And I asked my guides. Intuitively, I said, I'm very closed. For whatever reason, I feel closed. Is there something else I need to know? What else about this conversation is keeping me here? Because ultimately, I'm still here. So the two cards that came out, was the Empress and the Ace of Cups overflowing. I was like, are you kidding me? That is so not how I feel about this conversation. And intuitively, a quick little riff on tarot. Tarot isn't going to tell you any cards. It's not going to give you the straight up answer. Sometimes if you're asking it a yes, no, but here's what I have to say about any one of you who are using cards to drive a decision. Because I know those two cards weren't meant for this particular call, this company, this agency that was pitching hardcore at us, I knew that there was something else behind that. And that something else behind it was to the tune of, yes, this is the process and something like this would work in your business, but it's not with these people. And that's what I got from it. Because my gut feeling was like, hell no, not working with this person doesn't feel right. Keep searching. You're on the right path. This is exactly what we need to do in the business. We like the model. We need to soften the edges a little bit. We need to rubify it a little bit more. We need to add more flow into the process. But it also gave both of us a really clear idea of something else that we can place into the business that felt good, just not with those people. So we hopped off the call and Mike and I looked at each other straight away. He's just like, I don't think so. And I'm like, I don't think so either. And almost within a second, we said in tandem, I think we should hire someone to do that for us internally. It was just so cool. We were like, yes, yes, that's it. So that was cool. That process really brought us to a point of realizing what we needed and wanted. Cue experience number two, candidate number two, call number two. And this was so unexpected, honestly. I, I was on my own mastermind call with my besties in business and I was venting like hardcore. I was, guys, I'm so frustrated. I'm literally so done with finding someone who is right for my team. For whatever reason, the ads haven't worked. The funnels are feeling so old and they need a little zhuzh up and I'm not that expert. Michael's done with it as well. 
the automation part of the business is really needing some happy juice. And why does it work so well for everybody else? And it doesn't work well for me. Then as I was going on and on and on, one of my mastermind friends, she's like, Rubes, 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 stop, stop, stop. And I'm like, and she goes, do you know what? I can do that for you. And it was just this moment where I didn't really quite hear it. And she goes, Rubes, I can do this for you. What you're asking for, I can build that for you. And it's not even something that she does particularly for her clients. This is special project type of work. And from time to time, she does it and she's done it so well for her business. And I had this particular criteria that I really desired to have a funnel expert understood and who works with Kartra, where all of my courses are hosted, my memberships are hosted there. It's my all-in-one platform that I've used for years and years and years. And she said to me, I built all of my funnels through Kartra. I can do this for you. So literally this whole time, the person that could potentially help me, the best fit for my business was under my nose the whole time. And I want this to be a reminder to everybody that often we go out, 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 and we look for all of the solutions, but who in your network, who is it that might be right under your nose who can actually help you? The same thing happened, right? When I was looking for a virtual assistant, I had three VAs before I had Deb. And one of them was my best friend. She came in to help me out for a bit, which was awesome. Then I had someone that she referred into the business and they were great to sort of maintain some things. I had another VA who was just terrible and didn't work out and was very, very lazy. And then one day I was saying to my cleaner at the time, who I just loved her energy. And I said to her, oh, so frustrating because I really need help. And all of stuff's just getting really on top of each other. And social media is just not flowing because I'm coaching all the time. She was over at my house once a week and she could see that I was on a lot of calls. And then the next time she showed up, she's like, Ruby, I think I can help you with what you do. And that was it from there. One thing led onto another, so much so that my cleaner, aka Deb, is now running most of my social media repurposing. She does all the emails, the reminder emails, the calendar set up, my TikToks. She edits my videos. She does so much for my social stuff. She does my photography. She does my reel. She stitches together video editing. She does my captions. She posts my podcasts. I mean, like basically anything I ask, she'll do it. She's such an all-rounder and right under my nose once again. So here is something that I also want to share. I have learned so much over the past year and I truly don't regret this $110,000 lesson. One of the most powerful ways to learn is to invest in your business. And whether that investment is, it feels great, like you've invested into a coach and you've learned so much, or whether you invested 100K in a shit mastermind or six figures in a plugin system that didn't work, guess what? It's all still a massive learning. Nothing is a loss. Nothing is a loss. And big investments come with big learnings. And I know that I have effectively bought myself a lot of wisdom through this process. I know that I bought clarity through this process. I know that I bought firsthand the experience of knowing a good buying decision and a bad buying decision. 
I know that I bought the experience of understanding what I need in my team and what I don't need in my team. And now guess what? I can share and teach from that place. I can now take this into my higher level masterminds and effectively talk about good buying decisions for your business, how to trust your intuition. I have my own experience that I can bounce off. And it was a big experience. I mean, ultimately, I don't want any of you to have to so-called throw away six figures in income. But I know that this investment, whilst it wasn't a sexy mastermind and an amazing coach and filling up my cup in that way, I know that I'm never going to make this mistake again. And if I do, I'm going to learn from it a lot faster. And I know that I'm really going to be able to sharpen my focus around what type of people I need and want and desire to have. So it was a big hiring lesson. And ultimately, abundance-wise, money can always be made. Money comes back. After all the lessons I've had with money, honestly, after all the lessons I've had with money, I can truly say more and more appears. It's not like I threw away 100K and I'm never going to see that money again. That's just impossible. Money replenishes and there's no charge to having spent that money. I actually haven't really even thought about it until this episode. And I was like, wow, $110,000. And at the same time, I haven't missed it because I just refilled it the next month. And if I want to refill it again, I could just put out a call for private coaching, charge five people 20K, and I've got that money back. Like, that's it. It comes back so fast. And it's okay if you make these decisions. You don't have to feel bad about it. It doesn't make you a terrible entrepreneur. It doesn't make you someone who is not trustworthy as a business owner or a coach or anything. If anything, it shows that you were in it. You were in the game. You've learned some lessons. You won't do that thing again. And you're back in the game, right? So key moments to remember out of this episode. Your intuition is your guiding light. Even if everything seems to be so shiny on the outset and they have amazing testimonials, if your radar is flashing, warning, 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 or if you pull cards and they look positive and internally it still doesn't feel good, your intuition is always speaking to you loud and clear. And if you want to work further on that intuition, really think about how you can access that further through, I do it through journaling and meditation and understanding oracle cards, always really fantastic, praying if that's your thing, speaking to God, connecting with your angels, connecting with people who are really, really of that source energy experience. You know, like you have certain friends in your group who see signs everywhere and their world and their lens is so different to yours. That's how you can start to activate more of your intuition. Secondly, when you're hiring and making decisions for your team, look under your nose, look into your networks, look at people on Instagram, Look at your friends and family and peers. What you'll find is that you'll have someone who is willing and able to help you. Not just willing, but able. They have a skill set. They're already in your world. They're already in your aura. Number three, a bad investment or a failed investment is never, ever wasted. Think of it as a lesson that you're buying or a way that you're fast forwarding your growth. And lastly, there's always more money to be made. Can I get a hell yes to that? There is always more money to be made. Okay. I hope you love this episode, this share on, you know, some of the things and the experiences I've had growing, expanding my team. 
I'll keep you updated with how my hire goes. And I have a very, very good feeling that this partnership is going to be amazing. You might start to see some differences as well. As that comes out, I'll also share links to the new funnel so you can check it out. Because it's always nice to funnel hack <laughs> and see what others are doing. But I know that mine is going to be really very soul-driven, very connected, very heart-led, but also it speaks the funnel language. So on that note, love you all so much. I hope you enjoyed this Florida episode and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye guys.